Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And today we are getting into just do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. So pretty much the whole reason for this topic is because I have called Nicole recently talking about a client who doesn't want anyone to like consult or kind of tell them like this is what should be done. They just want me to be an order taker. And it's like, it's really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Hate that. So that's what we're talking about is when do you just do it? Yeah. What does your client want? What do they really, really, really want? Wasn't it a huh. song? It's a Spice Girls. Tell me what you want. What, what you, you really, really, really want. want. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it can definitely happen that way. And I think for account executives who could be listening or sales reps, like in some sense, that's it kind of is what your job is, right? Like you have a list to manage. And you're unless you're actively pursuing that that list and you're building a relationship, a lot of reps are just waiting for that order to come in so that they can get their commission off of it. And that's not how you make money, people. And clients will put you in situations where you wonder why you even got hired in the first place. Like all your experience, all your wisdom, everything that they're paying you for, that they are paying you for every month, they're just like, here go. This is what you need to do. Actually, you don't know what you're doing, Victoria. I know what I'm doing. So just take this order. And it's like, well, we should probably look at this. We should probably actually come up with like some type of system or formula, come up with a strategic plan, come up with actual, you know, marketing agenda. But I hear you like that. This kind of stuff happens all the time. And I'm not a paper pusher. That's why I'm not a sales rep anymore. Well, I think the problem is it. it's like, why don't you just do it yourself? Do you know what I mean? Give me an example. So I had a client, this was like a while ago, and um, we were, it was a new company, Mm -hmm. and we were trying to get their social pages up and running because they didn't have anything, and the engagement piece wasn't there, but it was like a brand new company, Mm -hmm. and so they were like, just post memes. It's like, but it's a professional company. Like, okay, like once in a while, like that's totally fine, but it was super stressful because like we're trying to do our job. And then it got to the point where I told my manager, I was like, just fucking post all the memes. Like, it, it was just so frustrating because we couldn't actually do, like, social's a, a marathon, right? Yeah. Not like a yeah. sprint. So unless something goes viral or you have, like, an established page in the first place, like, you're not going to get a ton of engagement, but it's a necessity in our world. So with this particular client, we wound up um, – we wound up losing them, which was honestly sometimes it's better off. Well, that was the thing is like when when they left, me and Nikki were just kind of like, oh thank God, like it it was supposed to be like, a, oh no, don't leave kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it, at the end of the day, we both were just so stressed out because I their expectations weren't there, and maybe that was a problem. Maybe we didn't set the expectations mm-hmm. properly. I don't know, but it it got to the point where we literally were like just posting fucking memes. And what were the memes page. supposed to do? Like it was just like like memes but no content, like nothing to like drive business. Literally. Like a meme of like what? I'm sorry, I'm like my mind's going no, wild here. It's okay. Like a cat drinking coffee and saying like good morning, happy Monday. Uh-huh. Hope you have a good work week. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not even kidding. And like I wish Nikki were here because she would be like, yeah, that's exactly what they wanted. And the thing but that's was, stuff they could do themselves. Yeah. Like this, you're so well, your, that was the thing company is, offers so much more. This particular client went through two of my social media managers and myself. And we still oh, wow. and they weren't mean. It wasn't like they were difficult necessarily, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was like they just they wanted all of the engagement and like n- none of the actual like business related content. And so I guess you just have to figure out what they want up front. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's okay to cut the cord. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to be like, look, this isn't working out for us. You know, like y- you clearly have a different vision of, you know, which is it's your business. You can run it however you want to, but you're better off just doing this in-house of your company than paying us to do something that you're not allowing us to do the way that we would do it and direct you in the way that you should be directed. And that happens so many times. It's like, you know, and in some sense, being that we're both business owners, you want to run your business the way you want to, right? Right. It's like, you want to hire the people you want to hire. You want to handle things the way you want to. But if I'm, if we're bringing Tom in, hey, Tom. What up, Tom? (laughs) If we're bringing Tom in, like we set the expectations up at the front. They're like, I want to be the talent. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Nicole and I are just the talent. (laughs) And we don't want to touch any of this equipment, okay? So it's like, but setting those expectations up front and like letting him know and him understanding like what our vision is and where we're heading with this, like it's very clear. There's no blurred lines. And I think too, it's like business owners, especially very thriving businesses that have been around for a long time. It goes either way, right? They've They've either been around for 30 years and they have the way they do things. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I have clients like that now that I'm like, we should probably do YouTube. Like we should definitely probably do some Facebook ads, like not just like post pretty things. Um, like, nope, been doing this for 30 years. I'm like, noted. And then you have like new companies where you're like, look, like you need a good website. And then like after we get a good website, like that functions properly and you can actually see on your mobile device, then we'll do other things like with social that we can drive, you know, and then we'll add this layer and this layer. So it's like distinguishing that up front, but it's like, clients, what do you want? Like, what do you want from us? Like you have, they also have to be transparent. They also have to be clear in like what their desires are. Because I think when you're going in, like from our side of a marketing and advertising, they know they need us, but they don't know how to ask us how or tell us how they need, they need us and want to utilize us. It's like, we just know that you're an agency or you're a marketer and we know we need you. But we actually didn't do the the due diligence and the research to figure out how we're going to use you. But as long as we're paying you, you'll be happy. And then we're just going to make your life hell. (laughs) No, but seriously. Like they act like like because they pay you, then they pretty much like own you some of these some of these cases. But like I just keep thinking about this one client in particular because the company had so much potential, Mm -hmm. like so much. Mm -hmm. And it was so confusing because we would submit the content and all we would get back was like, oh my God, this is great. I love it. And it was like, you know, they were all about it. And then it would go live. And again, it was a new fucking page with like a hundred followers. I can't just shit out 10,000 people to like and comment on your stuff. But you know what? They didn't educate themselves on social media and your services. They just assume that, oh, well, social media, that's where I'm supposed to be. Look at, you know, look at Carrie Underwood. Look at, she's got all these followers. If she's doing it, I can do it. You know, if Bethany Frankel's doing it, if she can like, you know, make a margarita and put it in a bottle, I can do it. I mean, really like people just don't know. They just assume, you know, I mean, 
it's just kind of how I feel like that's how advertising marketing is. I feel I feel like and, and that's with everything, right? We don't know what we don't know. And we're not we're not willing to take the time out to educate ourselves about it. So yeah, but listen, you want to pay me listen, holler at your girl. You want to pay me every month. <laughs> okay. And you don't really care. Holler at me. Mad girl. Um, I don't even know the name of my company anymore. <laughs> it's Mad Girls Marketing. Okay. Or you can call Red Ball Consulting. We'll, we're here to help. If you just want to pay us and you don't really care what we have to say, we're here for you. We're here for you. Okay. <laughs> we got you. Anytime. <laughs> so, no, I don't know what clients want, though. I mean, I feel I feel bad for I feel for sales reps in any industry or account executives because they're in a really kind of shitty situation because it's not like they can fire that client. You know, it's not like they can go to their they can go to their boss and say, look, nothing I do is good enough. They just push paper at me and say, go run, get Mm -hmm. the order in. They can't really like fire the client. They can't really do that. So it's like I feel like in those situations, account executives, sales reps like set the expectations up front. Like what, what is it that you're looking for me to do? What, how can I help you? What is your goals? What are you trying to accomplish with this campaign? Please don't email me at 3am and expect me to do something at 4am. Like these are my hours of work. You, You know what I mean? Like setting the expectations. People are afraid to, no matter what position you're in, people are afraid to like have their, their own expectations. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to say, look, I will bend over backwards for you, but like, this is how my day is going to go. This is how I'm going to run things and I'll do everything for you. And I, and I think too, if, if on the sales side, we did that more, I think clients, they would get a lot more respect from clients and their bosses and, and even their peers. If, if sales reps and account executives did that more. So just do it. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Nike. But at what point do, do you just do it and stop fighting the creative process? What do you mean? Like, at what point do you just let them dictate, like, the entire process? When you're getting so much money from them that you don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, well. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I Like, look, I had a, I had a roofing company that I worked with, and I had him during the pan- pandemic. And it was, like, a, a roofing company that nobody could get into. Nobody could get into. And I met, I met with this, this group and really just dominant force, this owner, young, super successful at a young age. And he paid me really well, but my job, and honestly, I couldn't really, like I was losing sleepover at, at, at night because the only thing he wanted to do were billboards, road billboards. And while it's a part of like my toolbox of things I sell, it's not, it's not the only thing driving business. And he's a roofing company. And I'm like, you're not on TV. Like you're not on radio. Like these other big fish are like, I know who they are and they, you know who they are, but they don't know you. And like, how are these homeowners going to find you? And he was spending a, spending a pretty good amount of money, but he just, his expectations were, I didn't, I, they were, they were ridiculous, you know? And I was very upfront about like, what I did, what I think he should do. And I was doing things that weren't even in my like wheelhouse. Like, and I've always, I mean, I'm pretty sure in one of our podcasts, it's like stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Yeah. I mean, I'm like doing things. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like some of these things I'm doing, I'm like, uh, <laughs> sure, I'll sign up for that software. This sounds great. Yeah. He's like, and he would tell me, you need to, this is before Zoom even became a big thing. Like Zoom obviously blew up during the pandemic. 
he's like, oh, you need to sign up. You need to subscribe to Zoom. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, because that's how we're going to communicate. And I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, sure. Because his, he was so dominant, so forceful. And I was actually making really good money off of him. And that kind of had me hung up at first. But then like, clients can wear you down. And, at, and really at the end of the day, like my integrity and being honest and really doing what's in the best interest of the company for that client and making sure I'm driving business and holding me accountable is really what matters to me the most, even though like the money's there. Because eventually it was just like, <clears throat> I, I literally said to him, like, what do you want from me? Like he's calling me at six in the morning, like, which is just a little ridiculous. I mean, look, I might get up really super early. That doesn't mean I want you calling me. Like I tell people all the time, if I email you at 4 a.m., please don't respond. It's Why? just me like checking things Why off my he list. Why calling you so early? Because he, he woke up and had something on his mind. He's like, well, I, I don't understand. I, I was looking at this artwork and then like everything I did just wasn't good enough. And then it got to the point, I was like, why, why are you hire Like, why did you hire me? Why are you keeping me? Like he was in plenty of positions where he could have just fired me because he was never happy, literally never happy, like no matter what I did. And he would yell at me. So eventually like he yelled for the last time. And then I said, listen, I was really polite. I was like, Joe Smith, um, I think this is, this has been, I appreciate the business. This has been a good run and I really wish you much success. And I know I, but I think it's time for us to part ways. I think like your season's going to be coming up in like two months. I want to give you the the amount of time you need to maybe find somebody to replace my role, so forth. He starts yelling at me. You're going to leave me right before my season is about to start. Like, I was like, and what? this is why I was like, and like, I'm talking over him. I said, listen, this is why we can't work together. You stress me out. Like, you know, the phone would ring and I would see his name and I was like yeah, getting stomach would drop. anxiety, yeah. anxiety. And like, I had been through that one other time and I promised myself that I would never do that again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to lose like a couple thousand dollars here. And I was like, it just wasn't worth my sanity. And I was like, I got to, I got to part ways. And he's still yelling. He's like, yes, it's been really, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm like holding the phone. I was like, yes, uh-huh. It's been, okay. All right. Yes. It's been nice. Okay. Uh, maybe some like, okay. Yep. Refer me one day. Bye. <laughs> like, like, like I just couldn't. It was, it was, it was just such a toxic relationship. But wait, what did he say when you, you said, why are you keeping me? He said, because you're good at what you do. And I go, well, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way. I was like, there's, you have the money to, I was like, it's not even about like, I'm not trying to increase your budget. I'm saying that you're spending $400,000 on advertising and you're spending it all on road billboards. Like we could put a really nice strategic marketing plan together and mm -hmm. you could be on different platforms, like some radio, you could even do some TV and we could like completely circle around your window of your season, which is spring and fall, <laughs> you know, and I'm like this yeah. whole, like what I do, that's what I do. And he was just like, nope, billboards. And I'm like, like even the creative, like I, the fact that I even got him to change his creative, like I'm the one who came up with his like the thing that's like killing his business. Like when I say killing, like he's killing it in his business right now. It's like I came up with the, with this like tune up idea, a subscription for roofing. Like I came up with that and like he's killing it. And so it's like, but you know what? I did what I was supposed to do. And it was a fun ride. I can put him on my resume. He can't say anything bad about me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like that's the kind of stuff. But like then it's like, all right, cord cut. Bye. Have you talked to him since? No, thank God. But like I had to be careful because when I was like yeah. talking to other roofers, like they knew of this company and and it's okay, you know, but I honestly, I know it sounds pretty terrible, but I'm glad that I was in a position to be able to part ways and fire him because I don't really ever want to get fired, but it happens in this business, especially mm -hmm. on my side of the business. Agents, like 
there's so many people that are reaching out to all my clients right now on my coattails, like always pitching why they shouldn't be with me. And that's just how the nature of this business works. Sure. Um, but yeah. So anyways, just do it. Like, you know, clients be, be honest and reps be honest, like ask, ask and tell what you need from your clients. They, and people don't know unless you don't know, unless you ask. Right. So I think the biggest struggle is setting that expectations. Yes. Snaps for Nicole. Mike drop. <laughs> but I think like in, in that situation, I was telling you about with that client. I mean, it's happened a couple other times. And I'm pretty sure I've called you just like, I don't know what to do. Like they just want yeah. me to do X, Y, and Z. I think we just have to be better because I, I think at least my problem, and I'm sure some people out here have like have heard or have been through the same thing. My problem is I get so excited about the business sometimes. Mm-hmm. I forget to actually like set the expectation. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? Oh my God. I definitely have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I had somebody come up to me today that works with me and he goes, so for this client, is it this and this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> like and so I just like, I, but I think it's part of a growing business. You get excited about some of these like it is good size, like clients. And then you just like forget to really put on paper, like what's up, you know? And that might change. And even for myself, when we become, when we're in a role where we are overlooking a team, you know, like right now we wear all the hats because I'm the same way. Like I'm about to sign a client and honestly, I don't even know what I'm going to do for them because it's so kind of like I'm, I'm doing my marketing stuff, but it's so, I know there's gonna be so much more involved in it, but I don't know exactly what that is. But I've been like pitching this client for three years and like, it's gonna be such a huge win for me. But I'm going to figure out. And that's okay. I think that that's okay. I think if you know, though, going in that it's going to be a little rigorous and, but also being honest with the client to like, look, just remember, this is what I'm good at. Like, I'm, I'm willing to learn these other things or I'm not touching that, you know, like, but I'm the same way. I've been like super excited and, you know, your, your business is still fresh and new or newer and it's okay to do that. But just like, you know, pause people, pause for a second be like, oh, okay, I need to like ask these questions or have like a little cheat sheet. At least ask like the three same questions every time you get a piece of new business. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good like hack. You know, making sure that you write down like maybe five questions and we do have it. We do have a list of questions we ask during, during a kickoff call. But I think just a good practice for everyone listening, Mm -hmm. just making sure like you set the same expectations. Yeah. With clients. Always. Yeah. Always. Like have those three or five questions always that you ask. And, you know, it might go off course a little bit depending on what the client is or the budget that you're dealing with. But just know those questions, ask them. And then you'll and then it, you can the what you always want to do is protect yourself and be able to go back and say, no, 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 no. This is what we discussed. I asked you this on our first meeting. This was your question and document everything. Everybody loves a paper trail. Yeah. So then you don't have to just do it. Just do it. Nike, holler at your girls. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? add No. I think these are, you know, if you guys have questions or you want to give us some advice, you know, you can email us at madgirlsinmarketingpod at gmail.com or, you know, follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, madgirlsinmarketingpodcasts. I love it. We need the followers. Speaking of followers. So yeah, share our podcast, people. Share it. Love it. Leave us reviews. Um, we've actually got a couple reviews now. 
Like on Spotify, we've got like 10. We do. We do. Thank yeah. you, people. I haven't checked Apple in a minute, but but definitely rate review if it's less than five stars. We don't want your shit. Holler. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's all for us, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay mad about marketing. Bye.